everybody. What's going on? Thanks hey. for tuning back in. We have something great has happened if we've made it to two episodes that are on the internet. Like if you're seeing this, some stars have aligned. We've really gotten our uh, things in gear, uh, and we're back. We're resilient back. and stupid. Absolutely, or it adds up. Somebody might care eventually. Maybe who knows? But hey, I'm Nick, and this is Mister. This is Mister Carson, and uh, we're professional bass players by some degree of the terminology. Yeah, something like that. We're here to talk bass. Uh, we're both in the country touring circuit, and uh, we like everything outside of that. But the yeah. world, the world we live in, is a, is a is a country tone box, which you know you yeah. can break out of. But um, you like know, country adjacent. They bill us as alternative folk. I should have known he was going to just like that. cool, cool country music. Oh, is what they he try thinks he's do. better than me because I play for no, a Nashville singer songwriter country guy. No, absolutely not. Yeah, he thinks he's better than me. No, I just, <laughs> it's fine. Nonetheless, they're different gigs. As you as you learn us, you'll kind of see uh, the shows are different, the people are different, the you know, the drinks are different. Yeah, your your scene is a lot more legitimized. I don't know if that's the term. I wouldn't call a honky tonk in Tampa, Florida, legitimized. But well, like you're playing shows where they they're willing to backline in ears, and there's Ableton rigs and no, I bring the rig. Oh, you bring the rig. Yeah, they're not gonna give me an Ableton rig, but that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. I'm I'm more like we're we're highs and lows. So it's like dive bar or super cool venue opening for somebody or dive bar. Or, so we're kind of riding the wave. We've yeah. got some cool stuff coming, but yeah, we're we're. I guess she is. Yeah, she's alt. Alt. Yeah, but, and our new direction too goes more country. Sorry, not country. More like the Killers. Bruce Springsteen meets John Prine. Kind of a weird. The combo. Killers just had Bruce Springsteen out live. I saw that. I just imagine, <laughs> man. If I was at that show, I would be weeping. Just imagine being at the point in your career where you're like, "We're headlining." Was it Madison Square, Square Garden? Something like that. I think it was MSG, we're and they were like, "We're going to bring out the boss, the guy, yeah. like the dude." So that's so cool. I saw videos of that. I was like, "That'd be a show to see." Yeah, they had a version of a song. Um, so Cinderella in a party dress. That, that they had Bruce Springsteen oh, sing a verse on, nice. and it was super cool. That's dope. Yeah. Speaking of, have you seen anybody lately? Seen any shows? Anything that caught your eye? No, I'm always any, watching YouTube personal. stuff. Yeah. I really like the new Paramore song. Paramore's uh, been all over the internet. What's that guy's yeah. name? Are you you're familiar with it's him? At Jelly Quinn. I Jelly don't Quinn. remember his. <laughs> Is that his, is that his, what he cool does? Cool vibe. By? I've I've so seen his cool. like his. What does he do? Like a uh, mint green, kind of like colorful guitars, yeah. and I'm into that. Yeah. I love that. He's got a feel and a vibe that I think is super cool. He's not a founding member of, of Paramore. He's sure. just like brought this super vintagey cool vibe to it. Totally. You're gonna make fun of me about this. Has a noble, oh, uh, and he he. It's like a noble plus weird pedals is his vibe, Sounds and like your or vibe. like. Old bass rigs like Sun or like oh, cool. always switching out. He's cool, and it really proves that like he he uses the gear as a vibe, but he doesn't use the yeah. gear as like he is him, no matter what he's playing through. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I like that. So, I I need to check more of that stuff out. I know I've heard the single, but I couldn't hum it to you. Abby saw some show where he played for a country artist, and he was freaking amazing there too. Nice. So, Gigs a gig, I guess. 
Yeah, I think he's just just incredible. Nice. This really really influenced my tone and like a lot of the guys playing nobles were were too muddy for me. And when I saw all this guy's like Instagram reels and stuff, uh, I was like, I can do what I want out of it. Nice. He's all, he's got the treble where I would want it, you know, usually half or like a little bit over half. The bass sure. around sometimes he doesn't boost bass, sometimes he boosts a little. Um, it's exactly how I leave mine. So nice. I'm like, that's cool. Cool. Yeah. I uh, I recently went up to uh, a new venue up in Louisville, Kentucky, and I saw Hippocampus, which was super, super cool. I've never heard of them. They're awesome. It's like a indie, indie rock, cool, poppy, like the lyrics. Sweet. Are, lyrics are super like coded and cool. Really fun, like lines, fun melodies, moving bass parts. Like, yeah. It's, I think he, I, I want to say he played the same B bass the whole show, which is fun Sick. to see. It's fun to see when you're like selling out, you know. To use pedals? Thousand Oh gosh, apparently. It uh, seems like a lot of people I'm thinking of like Tim LaFay or the guy we were just talking about, they use like a P bass with or without flats mm-hmm. as like the foundational tone. Sure. So that they manipulate more on their pedal board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean I think that's exactly what he was doing. He It's cool. It's I mean, cool he vibe. had definitely various amounts of drive, which Okay. Uh, no, there was no cab on stage, which is always fun to see. But like I said, you know, when you're in these certain clubs, you don't really do much for you at a certain point. Fronting in ears. Yeah. Um, if you have a good PA, it's a lot less yeah. of an issue. And it was a smoking. It was a smoking liner. It sounded really, really good. They traveled with this dude out of Minnesota wearing his like twins hat in the back, and I, uh-huh. I was, I was starting to tell you this earlier, but. I went up to him and I was like, hey, you know, I was super bass nerd. And I was like, hey, mix sounds great. Like compliments to the chef. But like, what what's he using? And he's like, dude, he switches it like every week. He's like, yeah, he's like, he has, that. he's like, he has like a collection. A brother, a fellow, yeah. fellow addict. He's like, dude, there's no telling what he was playing through today. I don't even check anymore. And I was like, that's hilarious, uh, dude. I love that. Yeah. I mean, but he's like, you know, like I said, different, like sprinkling in uh, certain levels of drive. There's one like little outro that it's not like this on the record, but like, it's kind of like breaks it down and it's, it's almost a bass solo. And he like plays these like, and it's like these kind of like chopped up little things threw on some nasty like octave thing and it like slammed the room and i was like man that's fun i we love a bass Mm -hmm. moment like it was so cool to see Mm -hmm. and like crowd ate it up they love him playing and he's great i I don't know what his name is i want to say it's like zach or something i i don't know but hippocampus they're super fun if you haven't heard it i'll I'll Sick. make him listen to some later, basically. So that's all. Yeah, that's, you, that's what I saw. Have you used an octave pedal very much? Uh, with a bass, no. With a guitar, with a guitar you do. It was essential. Uh, it's like this. With I feel like in the guitar up or down or both. both. Oh, okay, both because well, you're not like a pog. You can't you, sometimes. Uh, yeah, I was using the uh, the sub it up. Is is the okay. TC? It's a mini version. I was uh-huh. using the mini seven up and it's this tiny little footprint. Um, and honestly, it tracked really, really well. And basically it's got main octave. It's got like your true signal mm-hmm. level, your sub octave, and then your high octave. Mm-hmm. So it's like dial it up, whichever out of the three octaves that you want, take it. And I was like, this is super nice. So I would use it for like soaring leads. Like it would like sparkle up top, which is really cool. Oh, that's a cool idea. Which, um, you know, I think it's kind of a little bit tougher to melted into a bass signal i was using it um at a church there was a weekend that i ended up with a four string but it had this like really really deep like it was in like this uh 
it was in the key of A, but it like this like this break had like this low B and then walk it up to this D and it was like, oh man, I need I needed to go somewhere. So I mm. dialed up I was using this uh helix and I dialed up like an octave thing and it was like mm. man, it was smoking and it sounds so cool, but like I would never want to overdo it. I think that's sure. it's the tasteful octave is and I think that his was the same way was like, wow, yeah. that's cool. And that you can use it in these auxiliary ways. But like, I would hate to be known as the guy that's like, oh yeah, he's, he's got an octaver. Mm. Like congrats. But there's plenty out there and there's plenty I like. Yeah. I, you know? It seems like there's some people that put an octaver on their base that like call it a desert Island effect. I mean, and they like it. There's a lot of people that like to me, every time I play with an octaver, on i feel like it's a sound like crap i'm yeah. just not good at it or something is it where it is in the chain that's good like you since it's so digital you'd want it pretty up mm-hmm. up top right yeah uh, i mean tracking. De- depending on what else was in your board really yeah. uh I i've know got it- a microsynth on the board right now mm-hmm. and it is such a quirky large pedal uh right now i'm not getting along with it it seems like seems like it's you catch it in the moment and it sounds one way and then you go to use it again and it doesn't really sure sound it's it seems it's so cool it's like a playground but it's like chaotic it's it, it might i think it's too chaotic the micro for me to use it and it's analog it's so, so it, funny cuz it i don't know i just lean so digital uh in these realms like i i think there may be I, I could be really, really convinced that I really wouldn't want like a digital preamp situation. Right. But like, as far as any kind of modulation, time-based, weird stuff, odd things, I love the digital realm and I'm yeah. rocking this HX stomp. And he he's not even happy about this, but I had been talking about this for a while, but I'd seen some guys in Nashville that are like, I hate drop tune and I hate down tune and I hate throwing a capo <laughs> and doing something weird. So they literally would just use the whole, like just use a stomp on the HX as like a pitch shift. And I was like, I wonder if bass players are doing that. And then I met one other guy that was like, yeah, I use it every once in a while. And I started thinking I could get down to that. So now I've got this, basically it'll drop it a whole step. So I, and it's awesome, dude. We have to so sell- cool. In the first episode, and I was shocked at this concept at all. Yeah. And Nick had his Helix in here a couple minutes ago. Yes. I was playing. I was going to say, this has developed since then. I Like, I did it. <laughs> and he turned it on, and I was surprised. I'm still completely anti-doing that. And that's, I think, what makes me feel... <laughs> it makes me feel alive but, that you are. But it... It was cooler than I thought it would be. Man, and... Especially in like the in the country realm, I don't ever really find myself wanting much lower than a D. Right. Really? Because we both I enjoy could... five string basses, but we like playing four strings. Dude, it's just home base for me. It's yeah. it's like the way I grew up and like what feels really good in the fingers. Yep. So I'm like, how can I keep that integrity? Well, I mean, and I thought, you know, what if I just had two four strings and drop tune one? And then I was like, mm-hmm. what if I just pressed one button? It and worked. it's awesome. It's it worked so cool. more than I, I thought. I'm really stoked to try it in an actual yeah. gig. But like sitting at home, did with if I got like I had headphones on, I was listening to it, and I was like, I don't know if it's real or if it's the dropped octave or the or the dropped note or the real note. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
And I don't know. I could be convinced. I think it's pretty cool. Especially, man, I'll tell you, it would be like the bar band's dream to have something that tracks that well. It tracks very well. Dream. I mean, imagine yeah. you're... So uh, one thing I've done is I played electric for this uh, 90s cover band. Everything is dropped at least a half step. I think we're always mm-hmm. tuned to half step. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes you're even lower. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, instead of having to be like, which one is this? Which one is, where are we at? Mm-hmm. You just got the button and the button and it's there, dude. Like it, it's pretty cool. And it's so easy to reach down and uh, just dial up like, ha- so say you want to go even lower, let's go to D yeah. flat. I mean, it's right there. If I was playing more cover gigs too, I think this, the stomp, I'm already thinking about it just mostly as a live tool. Sure. But, uh, Man, yeah, the the if I was still mostly playing cover band stuff and outside of my my country cover band, I play with a girl named Lauren Mink. She's awesome. She was on American Idol for a little bit and um it, if I was if I was playing more stuff outside of that, we mostly stick to country. That would be on there like Little Big Town, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but we dabble into more like classic rock, which is probably my favorite parts of our set. Yeah, she does the Stevie Nicks. She does. Yeah, she yeah. does Stevie Nicks she really well. Um, if I was if I was doing more of that, or if I was going to a different cover band and having to do more like what's love got to do with it and like all all the eighty synthy stuff. The Helix is an insane tool. I mean... Dude, it's awesome. I will say what I do use to supplement that, uh, which might be cheating, is I use a Source Audio C4 synth pedal, which mm-hmm. I think the micro is going to go back and the Source Audio... And it's also this big, and the micro synth this big. Um, harmonics loves a huge pedal. And you can load stuff on it, and really, it says it's like a synth, but... It's like a community of presets that you just load on it. Mm-hmm. It's got different, like you can pick three different presets on the front, then like hold a button down and get three more. Uh, and I have like an octaver that I like, or like a synthy octave sound that I used to do like a Moog sound. And then I have a a bit crusher of all things. Oh, yeah. That, I remember your bit crusher. The bit crusher, and then I like darken it in a way that sounds like a overdriven synthy like mm. that was my last chorus pedal for a minute and you would never know like in the in the scope of a mix i'm always looking for something like that some pr- people would maybe use a fuzz i'm going to experiment oh, with some fuzzes like press the hill at the yeah end of the at the very end just give it a little something and it's a freaking bit crusher and it, it just sounds that awesome sparkle. yeah see that's what the octaver is for me yeah. That's that's what that is for me. I think the reason I didn't do an octave was because the bit crusher, it's not a it's not a tracking thing. Mm-hmm. I can hit my lobe C or my B or like all the low end of the neck and it still do that. It, it still sings. So I'm not having to like adjust mentally. Sure. So anyway, I don't know. That was kinda of off the cuff. We'll see what happens. But Absolutely. Um have you got any like gear lately? Uh maybe non pedal realm? Non pedal. Have you have and you picked up any anything bass wise that's not necessarily a pedal? Bass wise. Cause I no. have Oh, what'd you get? I got a double mono gig bag. Oh yeah. Yeah. For the bass guitar. Yes. I uh I was flying and it's funny, I didn't even get it in time for this fly gig and I thought I'm sick of like 
basically like heavy man and like just the big SKB through the airport mm-hmm. and then gate checking it and mm-hmm. or whatever. And I thought I would love to have the backpack. Mm-hmm. And we all know mono is just like basically they give you one when you sign your lease in Nashville, I guess. And <laughs> I'm just like, all right, here we go, here we go. And I have the double guitar. And it's it can be kind of chunky depending mm-hmm. on what's in there, so I thought I'll uh, I'll order it. I'll see how it goes, and I got it, and I'm like, this is it. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. I mean, it's gonna it rides under the bus base so mm-hmm. well, and everybody knows that. I I, I told him earlier. I, I think maybe if it was in the trailer, I would be not inclined at all. But it just goes right in the bus bay. Yeah, and I think it's everything I want because then one I can throw that on my back. And then carry my actual rig to the stage, set that rig up, pop the two guitars out, and throw the bag off stage. Like when you have a case, you don't realize, especially, dude, sometimes we'll pull up to these like honky tonk bars and there's no room on this stage, like these right. tiny little things. And you're like, where am I even going to set this case down mm. to get this five string bass out? It's like, I, I don't even have space. Mm. So this one, leave it standing, unzip it. Pop it out the top, strap stays on. I'm like, come on. I stay on. strapped. I stay strapped. Oh, I got that thing on me. <laughs> So that's been that's been cool. That's I'm cool. really excited to get out with it because and it will fly with me. I mean, I know a lot of people will buy the double and they'll on a fly date they'll take a guitar out of the back and then like stuff it with clothes. So, so it's you're a double stuffed with clothes. You're literally just like that is your whole trip. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean it. It kind of makes sense in the way it would fall. I'm like, hey, we uh, that's sweet. We're gearing up to, and I think it's a subject for next time. We need to talk about. Our experience flying with our instruments. We're both weirdly passionate about like travel in in general. Yep. But yes, flying with an instrument, how to like actually do a backline gig that's Mm -hmm. on the West Coast when you live on the East Coast like us. Yep. Because like, and I have a mono bag. I have the Vertigo and I really like it. It's not perfect. And I also have the mono tick, which I really like. Um, and we, I think it's cool that we've already landed at different spots of like what we're okay with or what yeah. we would prefer to take. Uh, so if you're interested in that, I'd, I'd, I'd check it out next time for sure. Cause we need to really, we need to do our travel setups mm-hmm. and we need to do uh, like our, our actual packing. How do we how do we pack for travel? Yes, kind of we're, he is, yeah. he's really it's neck just, deep in the tech tech and I'm neck deep in the cheap boy cool way. So I like that. Cheap yeah. boy coal is probably better, but well, I'm, I'm pretty happy. With I don't know that it's guy. better, but it's definitely cheaper. <laughs> it's definitely cheaper. Well, anyway, thanks for listening to us ramble. Uh, I'm sure we'll be back at some point. If you like it, please comment. Please tell us we're listening. We're trying to make a community. So, uh, we're also trying to, you know, be pretty open about our opinions on pedals and whatever. So, uh, the more that happens, the more some companies might not enjoy us. So, uh, your support means a lot. And, uh, you know, you know, it's a conversation. And if we make it to three, I mean, we'll know something is, is really getting in line here. Okay. (laughs) I mean, like you get one. Okay. They accidentally made a podcast. You get two. Yeah. Oh, they accidentally made two podcasts. You get three. Oh, these guys are, they're doing this podcast on purpose. So, (laughs) so here we are. (laughs) Yeah. Right now we just fell into it. So it's it's good. Uh, We want you to hang out and uh, hope you like these conversations. Absolutely. Have a good one. See See you next time.